Today we want to talk about forced by force. Forced by force. F-O-R-C-E-D. For somebody to be compelled. Forced by force. Something that is compelling something by force. Something forcing something by force. In life, we force things and things force us. Sometimes we will not learn unless we are forced by trials and circumstances. Sometimes we will not improve, we will not grow unless we are compelled by trials and circumstances. When you see a very beautiful garden with nice uh, trees, with nice flowers, with, you know, with, with the bushes and thickets all evenly placed in a beautiful garden, it means some scissors have really worked on it. Some things have been pruned, pruned, some things have been trimmed, some things have been cut, some things have been bent, some things have been tied, some things have been removed, some things have been added. Ah, it shows that sometimes we are forced to do some things. Anybody that you see running may be running as a result of circumstance. Like we normally say, any fowl you see that is running in the rain must be pursuing something very important. Some people will not run unless they have problems. Some people will not move unless they are pushed. Some people will not change unless something distorts their comfort zone, unless something stirs them up. So it is easy for somebody to um, criticize another person. It's easy for someone to pass comment to another person when you don't know the person's story. You don't know where the person has been coming from. So this we are going to see more of um, what we mean by somebody being forced by force and uh, how to um, respond when something is forcing you to take certain actions or to take certain course of action or make certain decisions. We want to base all that discussion on Suratul Nas and Suratul Falak or Suratul Falak and Suratul Nas. Suratul Falak is chapter 113 of the Quran and Suratul Nas chapter 114 of the Quran. We are going to make it as if we are making tafsir, but we expatiate on salient points there that will um, buttress or that will support us in this topic of forced by force. Well, Surah Al-Falak and Surah Al-Nas, we all know how it is recited. Yes, let's look at the glorious Quran. Let me recite them briefly. A'udhu Billahi Minash Shaitan Rajim Bismillah Rahman Rahim Kul A'udhu Birabbil Falak من شر ما خلق ومن شر غاسق إذا وقب ومن شر النفاثات في العقد ومن شر حاسد إذا حسد بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم قل أعوذ برب الناس ملك الناس إله من شر الوسواس الخناس الذي يوسوس في صدور الناس من الجنة والناس الحمد لله. If you look at the meanings of these two surahs, for example, that surah Falak or the dawn. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful, say I sit reverent with the Lord of the dawn. From the mischief of created things, from the mischief of darkness as it overspreads, from the mischief of those who blow on knots, and from the mischief of the envious one as he practices envy. Surah Nas, or the chapter of mankind. In the name of Allah, most gracious, most merciful, say I sit reverent with the Lord and cherisher of mankind the king or ruler of mankind, the god or judge of mankind, from the mischief 
of the whisperer of evil who whispers who withdraws after his whisper who whispers into the hearts of mankind among genes and amongst men now what do we know about the um from the evil of those who blow into not they can blow three times and call your name what's your name let me try it <laughs> they'll call your name three times they call it first time call second time call the they blow it and they say some incantation into it all sort of incantation you know all of those things they normally say may Allah protect us from that when they do that one, we are dealing with two things. We are dealing with sorcery from human beings and we are dealing with problems from genes. With regards to the sorcery part of it, let's start with sorcery. Men have always known phenomenon of sorcery and possession by genes right from time. It's only in modern uh, materialism that uh, people reject it in the name of science. You know, they try to explain it all by psychological problems you know they say ah no this is superstition they say no no it can't be proven you know they say you, you don't have any proof for it ah, how can you say such a thing exists when you can't see it right from time human beings when they were even much closer to humanity let me put it that way they knew that there were some things that can be seen and some things cannot be seen for example, you can't see electric electricity, you can't see electric current face to face. And there are some of the atoms that you cannot see, but they exist in science. Some imams also, and some scholars, modern day scholars, Google scholars, and so on and so forth, they deny the reality of the phenomenon. In fact, some of them begin to even doubt what angels can do. Remember in our six articles of faith, believing angels is one of them. So if you doubt or you disbelieve the activities of the genes, you are invariably doubting the activities of the angels because they belong to knowledge of the ghaib, knowledge of the unseen. And you will see some verse of, there are so many effects of the angels in our lives. We know angels that write deeds, we know our angels in charge of rainfall, agriculture, there are so many effects if you don't believe any of them, there's Asarai and Asarai takes life. If you have never died before, how many of you have died before? If you have, <laughs> if you have never died before, you have seen somebody die before. Among the people that, that have encounter with Asarai are the doctors. You see them struggling with somebody's life with Asarai. If person want to die, JJ, they will be struggling, dragging from Asarai. They will pull, Asarai will pull. They will drag, Asarai will drag. Ah, these people, I wonder how they, how they feel when somebody is about to pass out and they are struggling and struggling it's almost as if they are dragging the person's life with asaraid other people who have experience of that are the grave diggers you know those who dig graves and bury people they also have um, some first-hand experience of some things unseen your ears your the hair of your body will stand on edge if you are not experienced like that how many people can go to the um, burial ground and and uh, be waiting for the next customers to come. How many people can do that? Grave diggers, they will even put their phone numbers at the entrance of the grave. Please, please call. They will put their phone numbers there. The only thing is that they are not on WhatsApp. They don't do OLX. They don't do Jumia. They don't do advertisement. How are which grave diggers will do advertisement? Or people who sell coffin for them to do bonanza. I always tell you this now. Buy two, get one free. People sell coffee. Subhanakallah. May Allah save us. Now, we are talking about sorcery. These two, um, um, in fact, you see that in Quran chapter 2, verse 102. The word sihra, that is magic or spell or sorcery. You find that in the Quran chapter 2, verse 102. What they learn from this sihr, from this sorcery, is what they will, what they will use in causing separation between a man and his wife. 
mean that the Quran is giving you a hint as to some of the impact of sorcery in people's life. If you are a Muslim, you must believe this. That there are some people who can do some things and they will cause separation between husband and wife without coming there physically. But what people learn from these shayatins and these uh, people, they learn what will hurt, what will hurt and harm them, but not what will benefit them. That's why you see many of them. They have charms, they have amulets, they have sorcery materials that will spoil people's lives, but not the ones that will repair people's lives. Have you noticed? There is more. They, they have more of things to do to harm you than to benefit you. They can't benefit. All they do is harm and destroy. They can't build. It's a network. I don't know what to call the network, but everywhere you go, you find these people, you find their hands. The Quran chapter 2 verse 102 confirms this and makes us to understand that these things happen and they, they are real. May Allah protect us from all of this. Now, what are some of the symptoms for you to know? When I say symptoms, it may not be all in all. Inshallah, I will tell you how some of these may not be what you think they are. Number one, blockages in life. Blockages. You remember when I mentioned, when we, the shaitan said, I'm going to sit down for them on this rotel mustakim. I'm going to lead them on your street path. And Surah Al-Fasiyah teaches us to say, Guide us to the street path. There are some sicknesses, some illnesses, some ailments, some, some sorceries that you see the straight path like this, you'll be going another direction. Allah will show you the path to succeed in life. But some people will block it from you and you'll be going elsewhere. You want to go to Sokoto, you will not know how you got to Portakot. Ah, may Allah save also. And sometimes, Allah Akbar Kabira, sometimes we say, Idina Surat al Mustaqim, guide us to the straight path. But the Quran will ask in another verse, where are you going? Where are you going? You say, Guide us to the straight path. The Quran asks you, Where are you going? You don't even know where you want to go. If you don't know where you are going, any road will lead there. If you say, Oh, Allah, guide me right, Allah will ask you, Where exactly do you want to go? Do you know? Sometimes, even if you think you know where you are going, some of these influences will derail you you will not go to where you thought you were going to go you'll be going to places where some other people want you to go and this is real just like somebody can shoot you and you can die and just like somebody can drive and hit you with a vehicle and you may die the same way these things are real blockages in life work will be blocked money will not flow marriage will be shaky studies will be moribund there will be unkept promises. People will promise you one thing, they will never fulfill it. Sweet promises. So much so that if people who had ever promised you in life, if they had fulfilled their promises, you will not be where you are now. But so many unkept, the person will, it will just one inch, one inch like this, or one minute for the person to fulfill the promise, the person will just change his mind. How? Why? Why? When these deadlocks are unusual, Listen now, when they are unusual, when they are recurrent, until they become systematic, then we know there's possibility of sorcery involved. There is possibility. I didn't say that's all in all, but you know there's possibility. When you have noticed some patterns, patterns, people will promise you to the extent that you say, ah, where's my checkbook? Um, my checkbook is not here. Okay, come tomorrow. Come tomorrow, I will have gotten my checkbook. By that tomorrow, the person will have traveled after Subway. And he asked you to come 4 o'clock in the evening. Ah, how does it happen like that? Why is it that it is when somebody wants to write check for you, that's when his checkbook was not around? You say, and it was here, oh, I sent uh, somebody out with the car now. He's in the car, let the boy come back. Before the boy comes back, they will say something else had happened. And... Uh, that's how it will go. Some people have seen so much patterns like that in their lives. Beware, something may likely be involved. Number two, unusual health problem. The first one I mentioned is blockages in life. The second one is unusual health problem. Inexplicable, 
and unexplainable i don't know which one i should pick out of the two and permanent pains you don't know where it comes from you don't know how it is strange diseases that medicines can't explain like open wounds that is not cancer a person will have wound if you go to the oncologist they will say ah, you, these cells are cancerous or they have can they will tell you they are not cancerous this is not cancer but it will not heal ah open wounds sterility sometimes sterility for no reason there will be tests of the husband tests of the wife but yet nothing will happen the moment the woman sleeps and she has a dream that somebody sleeps with her in the following day the pregnancy that even try to stay a bit will just come down brah, like that allah akbar then dysfunction sometimes in men erectile dysfunction there's a type of uh, seal that this is called among the scholars there's a particular type of seal that affects men apart from high bp the kind of seal that affects a man that he can do what he's supposed to do with a wife and he will not be able to do with another wife. There's a name they call it. Do you think that is ordinary? If you go to the hospital and you sleep there and they put scanning machine all over your person, you they won't find anything wrong. They will say, But you are okay, everything is alright. Your BP, everything is, is accurate, but nothing. There will be no network when the person is in the bedroom. Ah, Allah Akbar. That is called unusual health problems associated with matters of sorcery and genes. Number three unusual mental states very very strange and unusual uncontrollable and uh, over the board anger anger that you can't explain where it came from why am i so angry like this you can't trace it because what led to your anger will be too small compared to the reaction through that anger then irritability you just suddenly start hating people start hating things and invariably you start hating yourself sadness that you can't explain somebody will sit down and be crying for money tonight what happened who died nobody died he can't explain what happened i'm just feeling sad allah akbar kabira depression some depressions lead to mental illness of some people sometimes oversight now this is a very funny one it's a mental state you over you allah akbar you forget what you should not forget you have oversight on what is passing through your nose like this and you can't see it somebody will tell you something and you didn't hear what he said in other words you heard but you can't explain what it is allah akbar kabira oversight oversight for instance they say um have you seen that newspaper say which newspaper the one that uh, uh, that advertised the job you are looking for say i didn't see any newspaper uh, but that's why you just read it down and say i didn't see it have you applied I, I didn't see it okay go and be in this they brought the newspaper he had already read it from page to page but he didn't see that there's an advertisement for the job that he's looking for in the Rojo. so allah have mercy on us as in somebody will give you a call now look at this one somebody will give you a call they will detect a phone number to you listen no. they will detect a phone number of somebody that will help you then you are writing it down where you're supposed to write six you write nine where you're supposed to write five you wrote three and then when they are finished they, 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 you now call the number they say sorry this is a wrong number ah, ah, me. they just told me that for where <laughs> you were busy writing something else not what was being dictated to your ears and they said look this person's name is musafiu when you get to him he's going to assist you when you go get there you'll be asked for musa diku Musa Fiu and Musa Diku, is it the same thing? Say, sorry, there's nobody by that name here. There's no Musa Diku here. Sorry. And they won't tell you there's a Musa Fiu. And if they tell you, you'll be arguing. Ah, but I wrote it down now. They, they even sent it to me on the... Allah Akbar Kabira. Somebody will ask you, please send your, uh, uh, send your uh, account details so that something will drop in your account. When you are sending, you send a wrong account number. You... <laughs> <laughs> you send account number of GTB and then you put the name Zenith Bank. Then when they get to the bank, there will be confusion. Ah, this is uh, account, you know, they, they, they have the configuration of the numbers different, right? Uh -huh. Some with zero, zero, they start. Especially Jai's Bank, zero, zero, most of the time. Then you go and put uh, two, two, two. 
They say, but this is one is Echo Bank now. This is not Jai's bank. Then you say, go and confirm. By the time you get back, they say the man has traveled. You can't even see him again. Mm. Allah have mercy on also. Unusual mental states. Then the first one, number four, is nightmares. Holy shirishi dreams like that. Nightmares, pursuits, something running after you. Or you running after something that you don't know what you are running after. Then snakes. Being pursued by snakes that want to want to swallow you. Allah, you see the snake like this, it will, you will feel in your dream that the snake is about to swallow you. And then sometimes the snake will, will, will scratch with the fangs and when you wake up you see traces of some, some scratches on your skin. Then dogs running after you, bulls, cows pursuing you, militaries that are trying to shoot you, masks, you'll be seeing people wearing masks, all sorts of masks. When it's not Halloween, then you see water, you'll be going up and down, you see yourself flying, you see yourself, you are climbing a, a high hill, about to get to the top, then you just fall. Bah, like that. Then you wake up to Allah. And sometimes you are about to, about to, your, your hand is holding up like that, then the dream will come to an end. There's no part two. And sometimes, <laughs> Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Abihamdi. Sometimes you just be flying. I know many of you experience that you just be flying all around like Superman. At the end of the day, you just wake up, you see that you are still wriggling on the bed. You are not flying anywhere. You are just there. Sometimes you start seeing dead people. People who have died so many years, but they just appear to you once in a while. Some of them will just <laughs> wave their hands to you like that. Dead person, no? Wave their hands to you. Some of them will come and say, Salam alaikum, long time no sleep. Hmm. Then you start seeing graves in your dream. You start seeing vehicles that are pursuing you, fire burning, fishes swimming, then persistent natural emission through dreams. When this thing becomes too much, sometimes people have some of this. You know, we talked when we were talking about dreams the other time, we said some dreams are as a result of what is happening to you. And like I said, if you slept and there's power outage and there's so much heat, you will dream that you are in Jahannama. You dream that you are in hellfire. You know, one thing connected to the other. If you are sweated too much, you have a dream that you are taking a shower. If you drank too much gari before you slept, then you swim, dream as if you are paddling a canoe. You know, as in the way you use spoon. <laughs> the way you use spoon to pad your gari, then you dream as if you are paddling a canoe. Allah Akbar Kabira. Sometimes your bladder is full because you drank too much before you slept. You have a dream as if you are in the bathroom, you want to urinate. <laughs> this is how these things happen. And then if your message just began, it's very rushy, very gushy, you have a dream that you're in the slaughterhouse abattoir. <laughs> that one is different. But this one that these are nightmares. You wake up and you are so scared. And sometimes the worst is you wake up, you are scared, and you can't remember the dream. That's the worst. It's a bit easier when you remove, you remember the dream. Sometimes this dream will not even go away. They will stay stuck to your brain like car. May Allah protect us from all that. Now, when come, these are some of the symptoms of sorceries and genes. For someone to have an idea that such and such a thing is happening to the person. These are symptoms. Let me tell you one other symptom that I didn't add in these four that I've mentioned. When somebody begins to talk too much about the same thing over and over again. Or somebody suddenly become paranoid. The person is afraid of everything and everyone. The person keep decrying, keep complaining. I'm suffering. I'm going through things. My, I'm not progressing. My life is not in order. He will repeat that over and over and over again, either to the same person or to everybody he meets. Note that person is not just talking. The person is truly bewitched. Truly, the person has sorcery affect the person's life. The person will be lamenting, the person will be complaining. Eh? Life is not going well for me. Is it only me? Why me now? Why am I like this? Why is my life like this? What's going on in my life? Why is it so bad for me? Why am I so unlucky? Why, 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 why? When somebody keeps saying that over and over and you, you, are, you keep looking for somebody to talk, to say to, it means in reality something like that is happening to you. In reality, honestly. May Allah save us. Now, coming back to the sorceries now, I want you to get some things. Um, understood from there. How does sorcery get to people? It can come through food that you eat. Something to harm you, 
to do sorcery or to charm you can be put in what you eat. So we call it eating sorcery. Some are attached to your body in one form or the other. Some can be blown onto your body physically. And then number three, stepping on sorcery, you can step on certain things and it will have been used as a source of sorcery against you. And sometimes use of symbols in sorcery. Some symbolic things could be used against somebody. What do you mean by symbols? For example, someone who is wishing evil to you or a sorcerer may acquire something from your body. Your hair can be taken, photograph can be taken, your handwriting, the handwritten notes can also be taken. Your photograph, either printed or digital, can also be used against you. Then your hair, well, whether it's Brazilian hair or anything, whatever thing you have attached to your hair, which is also haram in the first place, even if it is that one they get, because that haram Brazilian hair knows where it came from. They can still use it against you. So beware, head or tail, you must be careful. Then uh, part of your clothing, your handkerchief, a towel, or even dust from your footsteps, if you walk across and the path where you step upon, they can recite their satanic formulas on the, sub on the object and they do so many things that they will do, like uh, padlocking, like uh, uh, stinking a doll, or mixing certain solutions, and then they will do whatever they want to do, and bah, it will just affect you. And you'll be wondering, what is it that is wrong with me? Now, for some of this one, to know what has been done against you, listen now, for those who are going through this presently, you may not believe it because you are, you are not going through it, so you don't have an idea. But for those who are going through some of this effect of sorcery or charm in their lives, I will give you a list of certain things that um, will, will have been used against you. It will give you a clue to detect what has been used against you. For example, anybody that they use padlock against, they call your name in a padlock and they lock it up. What will make you to know that it is padlock is that you have dreams where you are being chased and fought. Somebody will be fighting with you in the dream. It means the charm, the seher, the sorcery they did against you, has been they used a padlock for it. So if you want to break the spell, look around for padlock, you may likely find it if I assist you. Usually they won't keep it where you will even see it. That's why they go and throw it in a latrine somewhere where you will never reach. You even think you will not even imagine it could be there. Then blocked way, handicapped or imprisoned life. Um, somebody can even be imprisoned, go to jail because of it. They will tie the person up, lock the person up. The person will misbehave things he has never done before. He has never stolen before. He will go and steal. He has two telephones, each of them with two, two SIM cards. He wants to steal somebody else's phone. And he will not steal the phone of people who forgive him. He will steal the phone of people who lock him up in prison. Imagine somebody stealing the phone of a policeman. Okay, if you don't understand that one, you will know how padlock work. When you see somebody drive roughly and go and hit the vehicle of road safety. Go and bash their vehicle. He will break traffic lights and go and bash vehicle of an army general. <laughs> you know that this person... Ah, <laughs> Unfortunately, the people will not even understand what you are going through, but they will put you in prison after they have really dealt with that person. You wonder, but how can, can this person... Why, why did he do that? Then in real life, you experience obstacles in almost everything you do. You keep going around in circles. It means they must have used padlock against you. Then string with, with, with knots tied. If that's what they use against you, you'll be dreaming of snakes. If it's strings they used against you, you'll have a dream of snakes. If, if, if the symbol was thrown into a river, you have dream with large amounts of water, you may be swimming. Even though you don't know how to swim in real life. If the charm is um, done with tree, you have dreams where you are climbing up and falling down. Falling in general and being somewhat high or you find yourself in an aeroplane that crashed. It means whatever they have done against you, they are hanging in a tree somewhere. So you keep thinking you are high up somewhere. Because something that is part of you has been attached to that sorcery and they are hanging it up there. If you start, if they had thrown what they used against you in a hole or into a, inside a well, You'll be having dreams about a hole or a bridge or a well. You have a dream that you are climbing a bridge and you are looking down, or you have a dream that you are inside a well and you are trying to climb out of the well. 
until they set you free, you will never get out of that well in your dream. And if Allah has rescued you, you will actually climb out of that well. If you are able to climb out, it means that sorcery has been spoiled somehow for whatever reason. Allah Akbar Kabira. Sometimes if you think you are falling into a deep hole and so on and so forth, in real life you will experience serious problems like permanently losing money. You'll be losing things, money will be missing, you don't know how it came about. Somebody will keep money with you, another person will steal it so that you get into trouble. If such things keep happening to you, it means something is wrong somewhere. Something is wrong. Then if what was done against a person has been thrown into a cemetery, then you start dreaming of seeing dead people. You see graves. You will be attending funerals in your dreams. In real life, you experience apathy, depression, weakness, and thinking about death all the time. You'll be thinking you want to kill yourself. And if you keep thinking like that, it means whatever sorcery has been done against that person has been thrown in a cemetery somewhere. And they do that a lot. Mayala save us. Then if it is uh, done with your shoes, yes. Or what was done against you, they use shoes as part of it. Or they use dust from your shoes. You'll be having dream about vehicles. You'll be having dream about journey. You'll be having dream about travel. And you only dream that you travel, you not dream that you returned. In real life, you have, you have swellings on your feet or other foot illnesses that you cannot explain. Allah Akbar. Then, if it has been used with your clothes, if somebody's clothes have been used as part of the sorcery, the person will be having dreams about children or about babies. The person will be having negative aura created around them, meaning that people will be avoiding you. Anywhere you are, if people are there, one by one they will depart. They don't like to stay with you. They don't like to visit you. They don't like to come close to you. There's something about you they cannot explain, but they just don't like coming close to you. It means it is possible that the sorcery against that person, they use part of the person's clothes or handkerchief to do it. Then you start smelling like shit to them. Forgive me for using that language. You start smelling like, once they come close to you, they just, the aura, that's the feeling around you is so hostile. They don't like to stay around you. They say, Hajja, come, let's just, I don't know, I'm okay here. I come closer, I can't hear you. When the person comes closer, something will happen. The person will get angry and the person will leave you alone. Then if they have used your photograph, you will, Allah Akbar, you will experience changes in your personality. You will be fine, you will think you are ugly. You will be ugly, you think you are beautiful. At the point, you will not understand exactly who you are or what you look like. You will look like this to yourself or you look like that to other people. You will not see yourself the way people see you. And people will see you the way you are not. Do you understand that English I just spoke now? It's a very bad thing. You, if it's your photograph that was used for this charm, this is what you are going to be feeling. In real life, Allah Akbar, there may be changes in your complexion. In ex, you can't explain why your, your colors are changing. Medical problems related to skin or face parts will start happening to you. And there, there's no amount of treatment you do. It won't go away. You look at yourself in the mirror, you'll be wondering, what am I? Will anybody like me like this? If care is not taken, you start hating yourself. You start thinking maybe your nose is bigger than normal, or maybe something is wrong with your eyes, and so on and so forth. These are some of the things. Add if you know, there are so many more things, but let us just cut it short like that. May Allah save us from all of these things. And uh, if they use. Allah Akbar Kabira. May Allah save us from this. If they use a woman's uh, flu to do some of these things, you know she will never be pregnant. Yes, if they use the blood that came out of her body to do some of these things, she won't get pregnant. So you better mind where you dispose your things when you use them. Allah Akbar Kabira. But you see a lot of symptoms. Symptoms uh, that are treated without searching for a symbol that might have caused the problem. There are so many things that a person will be going through. Madness is one of them, having mental health issues, and then seeing mentally disabled people in your dreams, you keep that so so mad mad people you see in your dream. If you keep seeing mad people in your dream, it means you should observe something is wrong with you. We may be able to trace, we will not be able to trace, but the truth is that something is wrong somewhere. If you see sacrifice, you start eating raw meat in your dream. And if you somebody wants to eat in the dream, why don't you eat barbecue? You eat kilichi, you eat uh, dabunama, you, you will not eat all of those fine, fine ones. So it is raw meat you'll be eating. If you keep seeing that and keep recalling, something is wrong. Watch yourself.
I don't know what they are trying to do to you, but I think something is wrong. It's not normal. If you start seeing statues, that you start seeing um, masks, or you start seeing strange faces that you've never seen before, or faces that you are scared about in your dream, something is, is wrong or something is about to go wrong, then uh, mental weaknesses, difficulty to think. You have no problem thinking. Or you cannot decide. Or you are losing confidence in yourself. You no longer trust yourself. You begin to doubt yourself. When you want to speak to people, you begin to doubt whether they like you or they hate you or you are going to succeed or you not succeed. Lack of confidence generally that you didn't have before. If you begin to notice this, even if you notice in children, a child that's very outspoken before suddenly start hiding to speak. Something is wrong somewhere. Check it out. Then the other symptoms that are related to, to sorcery, reasonless anger, getting angry unreasonably, repeated forgetfulness, loss of money and income, hearing noises, you know, something making noise in your head, feeling the presence in the house, when in the house you start thinking that somebody is dead. Hey, who is dead? If you start thinking and feeling like that, know that something is wrong. It's either a combination of sorcery or presence of genes. This is where you combine the two now. Then feeling the presence in the house, feeling overly passionate about simple things. You get, you begin to exaggerate things. Small things. Somebody borrowed something from you. If, because the person didn't return in good time, you flare up and then you, you make big mess out of the whole thing. And after a while, you start feeling ashamed of telling people why you were actually angry. Do you understand what I mean? You greet somebody, the person didn't answer you very well, the person didn't answer at all. You now get so angry that it became a very big quarrel. Only for you to later realize that the person did not even hear what you said. Or you said you sent text message to somebody about something. And the person didn't do it, so you get so angry that it became a very big issue. Incidentally, you now later check your phone, you see that the message was not delivered. Yes. You start, yes, you start misbehaving without you knowing why. Normal thing that you normally do, you overdo it or you underdo it or you do it wrongly to somebody else. You talk to somebody you are not supposed to talk to. After you've insulted the person, you now come to your sins and say, ah, why did I talk to this person like this? Oh, like They send on errands, thing you are supposed to do in a very easy way, you spoil it. Things you have been doing for long, you spoil that. They ask you to treat a file in your office. You treat it in such a way that it, it bounces back on the company. Then they say, but you have been doing this. Why did you do this? You can't explain it. You fight with people you are not supposed to fight with. You keep malice with people who are not supposed to keep malice with. All of these things are symptoms that it is both of the two. Suffering from sterility and impotence without any medical trace. Sometimes the doctor will say, but we have tested you, you don't have any problem. Go home and relax, everything will be alright. And some doctors will tell you, oh, ha. they'll say, look, this thing that is wrong with you, we have done all the tests we can, we can't find anything. So we are giving you referral, they will just refer you to another hospital. They will do tests over and over. In fact, you, <coughs> you will spit, they will test it. They will test your blood, test your feces, test everything. They will not find the trace of what is supposed to be wrong with you. Whenever you see that, sometimes, may Allah save also, this life is one kind. A person will be very, very sick. But by the time he gets to the hospital, he gets well. He gets to the hospital, the doctor will tell him, ah, but you said you are not fine. Say, actually, I'm feeling okay now. He says, okay, you can go home, go and relax. Go and just sleep, have nice rest. He gets back home, the sickness comes back again. It will be as if he's going to die. Such that they can rush him to the hospital. You get to the emergency, they will just say, but they said this person is not well. His uh, heartbeat is normal now. They will just say, uh, hello, Haja. Haja, please get up. How are you feeling now? You say, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. You are okay. Then why did you come here now? Hmm. Then you start feeling embarrassed. May Allah say what from that. See, this is plenty, but let me cut his short so that we can run off. Now, we've mentioned some of the Mawiza uh, thing we are talking about. Or when somebody starts having some feelings, what is that the person supposed to do about what is uh, wrong with the person? So look for the clues. Look for the clues in what you are feeling. Look for the patterns in your life. And look for some of the things that you are doing now that you are not doing before. There are so many cases that are very hard and impossible to treat. But look at the ones that have been your life and the ones that you are feeling now. And begin to know what direction should your prayers go? In other words, be smart. 
be sharp be observant then you know how prayerful you are going to be there are some cases so however that well some people are born in some ways some people have irreversible physical or mental change when you see something like this well you know there's a solution that you are going to use against it now the general thing is for us to pray hard this surah to the father and surah to nas that we have mentioned also consult those who are learned in matters of genes because we have them more than the two we have mentioned now there's a, there's a phenomenon of the gene that will affect somebody even possess the person and cause damage in the life of that person if you don't do afkar and do what you are supposed to do the genes may not live and there are some people that the genes have married them from the genes world may Allah say what from that the second one is the sorcery that we have been explaining since and the third one is integrated to the nervous system mean that it may have to do with your nervous system not gene not sorcery it is just you that has some um, uh, some physical issues that is related to your nervous system and then some people with psychological problem that they have that's why i keep saying may or may not a person who has um, who has been beaten by a dog before you know normally you have fear of any dog when you see a dog you want to run away isn't it somebody that has been uh, beaten by a snake before even if it's ordinary rope you see you will likely run away because you have phobia of that after an accident somebody will have a fear of speed if you have had a vehicle accident before it is possible that you become hyperactive when you are in a vehicle and the vehicle is over speeding or you are afraid of height these are psychological issues they don't have anything to do with genes or whatever it's not even sorcery either it is just psychological a woman that has been raped before well he has to be lying it she may have a little bit of problem with men and a person that has been disappointed by men before may have problem trusting men so if she doesn't get married quickly it is possible you trace her history she must have been disappointed a great deal before there are some people who have fear of marriage possibly they have seen a marriage that collapsed in a very bad way before and so you see them they have such fear this is why sometimes psychologically a person also has to be psychologically strong meaning that you have to have control of yourself have control of your environment and overcome the difficulties of life with serenity the less will be affected by the sorcery and genes themselves i want you to take note of this i just said now do you know that some of these white people let me say oibo people let me put it that way some of them they are not afraid of anything the way you and i are afraid have you noticed they are not even bothered if you say no I, I, don't go there it is dark they, they will still go there nothing will happen in fact he will go with torchlight if you say no don't go to the burial ground ah there are, there's evil there he will just tell you but they are dead people now they can't get up oh, are they not dead people okay how many of you can sleep in um, <laughs> how many of you can sleep in graveyard raise up your hand so that we all run away from you you see psychologically some people are so trained that they know that for example those who work in mortuaries they see all sort of dead people every day dead body uh, white one black one fair one dark one they see young and old different different flesh of um, dead bodies in the mortuary every day so they can even be in the mortuary look at dead people and they'll still be gisting uh -huh, how much did you buy tomato yesterday they'll be talking about that even with dead bodies around but you cannot do that can you do that unless you are trained for it so psychologically some of us can withstand certain things more than some of us so some of these so-called oibo people they don't fear what you fear they're not bothered about what you are bothered about you say this is an evil forest evil forest nobody should enter inside you know what they'll go with their camera and they'll be doing documentary <laughs> they'll be collecting uh, things of ecosystem what do they call it biological samples um scientific things you say this river has mummy water inside waiting concern them they'll go inside deep down they'll be harvesting planktons and things they want to experiment over and nothing will happen to them did you notice nothing will happen to them i remember there was a, a certain museum that had um, 
exhumed idols. Idols that people brought out from, from graves. So they kept them in some of those places. And uh, before they brought them to the museum, the place where these, um, um, where these idols were to be exhumed, some people were the custodians of that area. So they were alone. They didn't want anybody to touch anything from there. Why? They believed that if you go there and touch anything, you will die. So there was this uh, white guy that, that came around. He, he says an archaeologist. He came around and he wanted to be filming the place before people begin to assume anything from there. But they told him, they warned that there's a particular place you shouldn't enter. There's a groove. Nobody enters there and survives. As he said all of those, you know what this white guy did? He just came with his camcorder. He sneaked behind them and he went to be filming there. He said he wanted to document the things they said somebody should not look at. So one of them said, eh, Onyibo, have you come here to die? You know what he said? He's from, he's from Britain. He said, no, I didn't just come here to die. I've been here since yesterday. <laughs> Did you come here to die? <laughs> he said, no, I've been here since yesterday. He doesn't even understand what they are talking about. And he will not die. In other words, does it have to do with belief? Is it that if you believe these things, they will affect you? Is it that if you don't believe it, they will not affect you? Who is going to answer that question now? Because I don't know the answer too. There are so many things that are shrouded in mysteries. There are so many things that we can prove something we cannot prove. The only thing is, be careful. If your mind doesn't permit you to do certain things or to go to certain places, be careful. You know, now don't challenge people. Don't dare people. They say somebody says sorcerer, they say, do your worst. Highest, I will read class ah, ah. <laughs> Your name now, sorry. Say, do your worst. Look, I, I, I'm a believer. Yes, I'm a believer. Once I do two records, your own, don't finish. Whose own is finishing? Excuse me. <laughs> In other words, don't copy people. Oh. You don't know people's stories. You don't know where they are coming from. You don't know where they have been. You don't know what their hands have been into. And you don't know the kind of evil they have in their minds. Sometimes some of these things are psychological, but sometimes some of them are real. So be very, I'm saying this so that you, you should be very, very careful about what happens to you. Then a person may have mental problems as a result of drugs. Or you eat things that are not good for your system. And then you start reacting. Your body will start reacting. You think somebody that is uh, doing charm against you. It may not be. You are the one that knows what you have drank. Okay, which of these ones sound like a gene? Kind, kind. Does it sound like a gene? What of awopa? Does it sound like a gene? What of sinap? Does it sound like a gene? What of opine? What of goskolo? You don't know that one? What of Shoja Root? What of Burukutu? Do you know that one? Is it the name of a gene? How about Sekwe? If you are from Ibadan, you know what Sekwe is. <laughs> what of Sapele Water? Cornerstone? Origin? Are these names of genes? In some ways, there are things that can do something to somebody's head. So beware and avoid things that are haram when it comes to our our oral laws that's our dietary laws a man with the habit of beating up his wife is it genes that makes him to do it he beats up his wife regularly and he says uh, is, is, some people are looking up uh, some people are is, should we believe him or we should go and lock him up what should we do does he require rukia a man who beats up his wife is it rukia he needs or somebody to go and beat him up too or somebody to, ch to charge him to court for assault. We must know what solution is for what problem. A lazy person who will not walk. Walk now, he will not walk. Trade, he will not trade. Go to school, he will run away from school. Is it Jean that is disturbing him too? Or is it his stepmother that is responsible for that? Uh -huh. Let us not use wrong solution for a wrong problem. Some people just have, they only need guidance and counseling. 
and some people need somebody to sit and talk. Some people, they have spoiled them from childhood. Nobody disciplined them. So they don't know that they have to fend for themselves. Some of them, their parents have destroyed their lives. They don't allow the children to grow up, to fend for themselves, to look after their lives. After a while, this child doesn't want to do anything. Is it gene or it is what we wrought with our own hands? Then what's the solution? Now look at it. A person doing the same job for many years, yet the job keeps impoverishing him over and over. You are doing the same job, the same way, for so many years, and you keep getting poorer and poorer. Is it gin? Or is it sorcery? Or is it that you need somebody to tell him what they call entrepreneurship? Is it that the person doesn't know how to do business? Is it that some people are against your business? Or you are the one that doesn't know how to... You didn't go for training on how to organize a business. You didn't learn how to keep and save money. You keep saying that there's a gene that's taking your money away. It may not be gene. It may just be knowledge that you need. A person cannot hold on to a job for a long time. People always plan and tell lies against you in your place of work. People end up hating you. Is it genes also? Or you are the one that doesn't know your boundary? Which one is gene? Which one is not gene? And so on and so forth. A person from a family where they don't care how you survive, they don't bother what goes on in your life, they don't worry about your future, what are you supposed to do? Is it genes or you only need to move away from that environment? These are some of the things. So life problems cannot always be solved alone as Muslims. We must ensure that we pray, do tahajjud, keep away from poverty as much as possible because poverty is risky. Poverty is what? Poverty is risky. Majority of those you see them fall into the trap of this gin and stuff are people who are poor, true or false. I'm just exaggerating. I don't have proof for this. But you see many amongst those who are poor, hey, my enemies, so, uh, have you... Did, if Dangote says he has enemies, they may be competitors in the market, that's all. But to say one which is uh, trying to spoil his wealth, <laughs> I've always wondered why don't they go and be doing things against those ones and see if it will work? <laughs> it is you that is earning uh, how much is your salary <laughs> that some enemies will start facing you. May Allah save us, far. Now, if you have put your hands in things that are dirty, like sorcery, or divination or you have some shrink elements in your home it is time for you to repent and get rid of all of these things as much as possible as quickly as possible going to soothsayers can be as addictive as drugs if you go to soothsayer once they will do something that will make you to come back if you don't go back they will make you run mental and they will bring you back you will not get well until you come back if you go with one problem they will give you six in reserve as soon as that one problem is solving, you are spiraling into another one. And you will never get free of them because they will always hold you as, as, as a customer. May Allah save us from that. Seek knowledge. Seek knowledge and seek more and more knowledge. Ignorance is what is killing most of us. Allah has already revealed Surah Nas and Surah Falak for us to be a source of healing for all of us. If that is not sufficient for you, what else do you want Allah to do? Then you heard of um, um, Rukia before. You know, people talk about Rukia. What does it mean? Rukia is the treatment and relief of people whose lives are stuck and who have been suffering for years from some of these recurrent problems that we mentioned earlier on. Kulaus Rabbi Nas happened to be among the surah that we have been told that could be used for Rukia. Rukia is a protection for Muslims against shirk and it's a way of strengthening your iman. Rather than commit shirk, you do rukia with these verses, these surahs, and then you are okay, inshallah. It's also a way of da'wah to non-Muslims. It's also a fight against magicians, a fight against satanists, a fight against seers and secret uh, society people and their associates and so on and so forth. It's a fight against any kind of shirk till it, is, it completely disappears. It's a fight against problems of sorcery that is harming your body or harming your, 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 your soul that is physically or spiritually. You use this and Allah is going to rescue all of us from all of these problems. So Rukia is uh, what we use to remove spells and to remove sorceries. So Bakara verse 255, 
that's uh, Ayatul Kursi and the rest of them. There are so many, so many. And the last of these surahs that you should read for Rukia is uh, Surah to Falak and Surah to Nas, the one that we are talking about. You must also mention Allah in three moments when you are angry, when you are sad, and when you are afraid. Always remember Allah because these are the three occasions where the jinns and sorcerers have an inroad into a person's life. So, in conclusion, Allah has revealed in the Quran what is of healing and benefit for the believers. And the Prophet also said, For every sickness, there's a cure. For every sickness, there's a cure. The person who knows the cure knows the cure. The person that doesn't know the cure does not know the cure. What does that mean? Don't think you know everything. Don't think you know everything. So many of us fall into that trap. Don't think you are too much to be tried. Don't think you have so much knowledge enough so nothing can happen to you. And don't think you don't believe it so it cannot happen to you. Whether you believe some things or not, they will surely happen when they will happen. Then beware. Any seed that will grow should learn to stay inside the ground. Show off will kill you before you grow. Learn to hide a bit from the eyes of enemies. Beware of complacency. One of the worst ways through which a person can be hit by sorcery and by charms and by genes is that the person will not believe that it exists. Did you hear what I just said now? One of the symptoms of somebody who is bewitched with sorcery is that he would deny that something like that is ever happening to him. Number two, when he sees cure, he will run away from where he will be cured. And number three, even when he eventually wants to cure himself, he will handle it with levity. He will handle it like joke, like plea. He will not take it serious. These are the ways through which somebody can get you for sure. Your salat will begin to be, you begin to feel lazy in your salat. And the first thing people will charm you will do is they will remove Quran from your lips. If you are someone who used to read Quran before, you will stop reading Quran because you will be too busy. If you are someone who used to do tahajjud before, there is this kind of sleep that will be disturbing your life. And to you, you will think you are resting. Whereas, those who want to get you, look, they have to remove your strength first before they can harm you. And if you think you are strong, brothers and sisters in Islam, some people are stronger. Did, did, should I repeat what I just said now? If you think you are strong, some other people are stronger. If you think you are very good in goodness, some people are very bad in evil. In fact, they are badder. Let me use that English. They are badder in evil than you are good in goodness. If you think you are a very kind person, there are some people who exist and they hate anything that has to do with kindness. You don't have to be a bad person before you have enemies. And some people don't really hate you. They are just trying to try their power over somebody. And they, they just hold you like a guinea pig. Or guinea, what? Is it guinea fowl? Which one do you use for experiment? In Africa it's guinea fowl. For scientists it's guinea pig. They will use you as experiment. And nothing will happen. Before Allah will judge anything, it will be in the day of judgment. Beware. Ask Allah not to make you a source or a means of experiment for evildoers. And there are envious people everywhere you go to. If your life is going well, you will be envied. If your life is going the other opposite, you will still be envied by people. Beware. When we now mention Kula Kula don't think it's very small. And don't think you are too much either. The power doesn't lie with you. The power lies with Allah. If you don't take your recitation seriously, then it's as if you are joking with the power that you are trying to call. Be very serious about it. Sometimes unusual problems require unusual solutions. If your problem is so unusual and you have been noticing and you have now gotten a hint now from what you have been talking about so far, please read Kulaus Rafalaki, Kulaus Rabinus, read it more than three times. In other words, you should do it plenty. If you, if you like, look, if Allah permits you, do it 100 times each. There's nothing wrong. Nobody is restricting you. Do it as men that wake up at night, 
do tahajjud, stand, read it severally. When you make sujood, you may recite it if you want in your sujood and ask Allah what you want. Be very serious, be very assiduous, be very devoted, be very committed to your dua. When you have unusual problem, solve it in an unusual way. Put so much strength and energy. Don't take any problem with levity. No problem is small because you are not the one to solve it. Pray to Allah profusely. Pray to Allah without stopping. If you are sick, you can worship Allah. So you say you want to do ibadah, you want to do ibadah, but you are sick spiritually. You have to remove this spiritual ailment from your life. If not, you will not enjoy your ibadah. solves all of our problems, Allah leaves no stone unturned. Perfect with no flaws at all, by the laws of Allah.